Welcome to the Not So Average Podcast. My name is Courtney and I built this podcast to deconstruct traditional advice and the idea of living an average life to inspire you to step into your power and be the creator of your own life. If you're also viewing living an average life as very boring and you're looking to upgrade your mind, body, and soul, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Wednesday on all streaming platforms. And let's jump into the episode. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're all doing so well. I'm very excited to have another episode brought to you today. And we're going to talk about manifesting today because I'm feeling like it's the season of everyone talking about being delusional on TikTok. So I've been inspired to talk about why being delusional works and how to manifest things faster as someone who feels like she's kind of cracked the code. And this might sound nuts, but I genuinely feel like a super magnetic manifester. Anything that I've ever wanted and put out in the universe has always been delivered. And it's kind of like this game for me of, you know, asking for a bigger manifestation to come through and then that comes through and it just continues to happen. And the only reason the other ones I believe have not come true is because I have blocked them myself. And so I want to talk about this whole conversation around being delusional because it's all the rage right now. And if we are getting in our heads about why something's not coming to fruition, maybe it's because some of the reasons we'll chat about today. So listen up, buckle up, and let's get into it. So if you do a lot of research on manifesting and the kind of laws around it, according to the law of attraction, by believing in almost a delusional way, you'll achieve the outcome you desire most. The law of attraction believes that it will undoubtedly become your reality. There is also the law of assumption, which is essentially believing in the reality of your assumption and watch the world play out its part relative to its fulfillment. So the law of assumption asks us to act, speak, and feel as if we already have what we want, hoping that our dreams will become true. This, Both of these are very interesting, and I've studied these for years because I really wanted to understand how some people were able to have these quote-unquote manifestations that I couldn't quite understand. I feel like the secret is what made some of these principles quite popular back in like the 90s, I want to say. I could be wrong about the decade, but my mentor told me about the secret a long time ago. And so when I was younger, I was kind of learning about manifestation and law of attraction of like, don't chase attract and then assume that everything's working out in your favor. It was all of these things that were encouraging people to believe in the power of essentially manifesting, but it's become this idea of being delusional to manifest faster on TikTok. And I think it's really funny because I don't believe that delusional means spiritual or means that you are trying to manifest. I think it's more of a digestible idea that what you believe becomes and so if it feels like it's not a reality right now to trick your brain into believing as if you already have it for example let's say you want to manifest money in your life and you don't even have like 15 dollars to your name then 
imagine like living your life as though you have $15,000 in your bank account might feel delusional, but the only way to trick your brain and the universe into allowing it to come to fruition is believing that not only do you already have it, but that you're desiring of it. Manifesting, you can manifest whatever changes you want in your life. Like this can be your dream job, your ability to be your own boss, maybe perfect health, or your dream partner, whatever else. Maybe it's like a trip that you want to go on or that house that you really are trying to find in your price range, in the perfect location, all of these things. And this whole be delusional trend on TikTok is resonating with a lot of people because it's allowing people to show others what's possible by extending their consciousness of what they think could become true. So I did some research on Google to make sure that I understood this trend accordingly to what I thought it was. And I guess the original TikToker to start the be delusional trend was at Kiera Lewis 75. And this article on Distractify says that she's inspired thousands of people to hop on the trend and share their delusional stories and successful manifestations. In her video, which now has over a million views, she says, and I quote, be delusional, fuck what everybody else is talking about and the whole be realistic mentality. She continued by saying that my key to life, the reason why I have so much fun is that I'm delusional as fuck. She adds, just think about it. Who are you hurting by being delusional? Who are you hurting by thinking you are the shit? I think I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family. Do I have proof of that? Hell fucking no. Regardless of her lack of proof, she believes that she's going to be successful one day. I absolutely agree with this. I feel like some of the largest manifestations I've had came from this idea of being delusional and just kind of a level of delusional and then surrender. So throwing your hands up and allowing the universe to do its thing. Some of the key manifestation stories that I can think of is really like one of the largest ones was my apartment in Vancouver. So if you have listened to my podcast, this might be repetitive before, but I can't remember if I've told this specific story. So when I wanted to move to BC, I really wanted to be surrounded by mountains. I so badly wanted to live on the West Coast. I had been to Vancouver for one week and I visited my cousin out there, really loved it, loved the vibe, just fell in love with it. But I didn't know the neighborhoods at all. I didn't know much about anything. I just knew that it was expensive and I knew that it would be a lot to figure out if I wanted to actually move across the country. So in that time of me thinking about the desire to move to Vancouver, I started to work on building my career and I ended up landing a remote gig and all these things were starting to work out in terms of finances. And then during COVID, I was kind of hitting a wall where I really needed to get just some air. So I decided to book a trip to Vancouver and just rent an Airbnb for a week and just work remotely there just to kind of get away and just kind of like get a change of scenery because I'd been locked up in my parents' house for however long and I was just desperate to go to Vancouver. So when I got there, I obviously was falling in love and I just felt so lit up by being in Vancouver. The weather was incredible. I always talk about how I got catfished by the weather 
and I really could see myself living there. Now, leading up to this trip for that kind of year before, I basically had envisioned my dream apartment of where I wanted to live in Vancouver, and it wasn't a specific neighborhood, but I had specifics written down in like my journal and my vision board of this big apartment that allowed me to live by myself. It had massive like floor-to-ceiling windows, really incredible natural lighting, and I had both a city and a mountain view. This is what I envisioned literally every day. I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I didn't even know that this was possible. It was kind of just this fantasy I had, and this is what the story that really made manifestation for me believe in manifestation. So, Although I believed in the power of the universe and the universe having my back, I didn't quite understand how to ask the universe for manifestations to be delivered. So I get to Vancouver, I'm there, I'm at my Airbnb, I'm having the best time, and I get the inkling or the little nudge to look to see if there's any apartments available in the area so I could at least check it out, see what we're working with, and learn some of the neighborhoods around because I thought, whatever, if this is a goal and I'm here, maybe I should check it out just so that I'm a bit more educated on the different types of neighborhoods and everything. I still, to this to this moment, didn't think that I was actually going to sign a lease and stay. It was more of just wanting to make my eventual move easier on myself by being more familiar with the areas. So I got online, I started looking up different areas, different apartments in the area, and there was actually a unit in the building that I was staying in, in the Airbnb. And I decided to reach out and it was through a realtor or like a property manager. And so I reached out to get a viewing and I was having really bad experiences with the property managers. They were super unprofessional. They canceled on me last minute multiple times. I got looped into this email chain that was like, do you want to show this apartment? I can't be bothered to waste my time with this one. Just things like that. So it was a bit of an annoying process to figure it out. And this is all relevant information. Okay, just stay with me. So I'm trying to get different showings. The one in my building seemed to be really interesting to me because I was already living in that building for the week in this Airbnb. The other thing I forgot to mention is that I decided that I want to extend my trip beyond the eight days. So I reached out to the people who run ran my Airbnb to see if it was possible for me to extend. And the guy was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you called when you did. Just an hour ago, the people that were supposed to be after you actually just canceled. So we actually have it available for another, whatever, like week and a half. And I was like, oh my God, bet, like book me in. So that was already like one little nudge from the universe that just paved the way for the rest of this to work out. And then I went through my time. I was trying to see different places and I couldn't get a showing for the life of me. No one would allow it or because of COVID, it was only like FaceTime things or they already had so many offers without people seeing the apartment that basically if you didn't have an agreement signed, you couldn't even see the place, which was crazy to me. And of course, I hadn't lived anywhere other than London, Ontario. So the rental market was very different than I could have ever imagined. And I had worked in real estate for two years up until this point, but I'd never seen anything this crazy. And obviously COVID created a complete different reality with rental markets as well. So I was having struggles trying to find a, a showing and I just became 
you know, so frustrated. I was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to bother with this. Like, whatever. I'm just going to go back to Ontario. And I was going to push my flight or cancel my flight, sorry, to like figure it out. But it just, I had this kind of weird feeling around it's not working and I'm over it. So I decided to let it go. I remember calling my mom on a Saturday morning and telling her, you know what? I'm just going to come back. I don't feel like this is working out and I'm just annoyed. Maybe maybe moving to Vancouver is not the right choice for me. So then later that day, I called her that morning. That Saturday afternoon, I was at the mall shopping for a bikini because my friend and I were going to go to Rec Beach. It's a nude beach. It's one of the best and beautiful beaches in Vancouver. If you're in that area, must go visit. Rec Beach is amazing. So I was going to look for a swimsuit and I was at the mall and I get this call and it's the guy who owns the apartment in the building that I was staying in, in my Airbnb. He's like, hey, we're so sorry to hear about the property managers because I gave them just an FYI of like, hey, just an FYI. This is the communication I received from your property managers. They won't give me a viewing. Would have loved to see it, but this is what's going on. Just want to let you know because I've worked in real estate before and I realized that a lot of owners have no idea what's going on and it obviously impacts them financially if their units are sitting vacant for months and the property managers aren't doing anything. So I gave them an FYI. So then they actually reached out to me personally and randomly called me on the Saturday afternoon and the husband's like, my wife actually owns the unit. She's actually going to be there in an hour. Are you available to go see it? And I'm kind of at this point so annoyed and so over it that I'm like, ugh. But because it was in the building I was already staying in, it really wasn't out of my way. So I was like, whatever, sure. So I remember I walked, like ran home from the mall, went, dropped my bags off, and then went downstairs to meet her. And I remember being like sweaty and kind of running, not even like trying to make a good impression. I was kind of just like, let's just get this over with almost. I really had such neutral energy, like the most neutral energy, (laughs) which by the way, I think having neutral energy is actually one of the biggest keys to manifesting. But anyways, I go in to see this first unit that she shows me that she owns and it was completely not what I wanted. I saw carpets on the floor, which I'm not a carpet person. I like hardwood. It had a really bad view. It was on like a different side of the building than what my Airbnb was. And I thought the one that I saw online, the uh, it was basically just a few floors higher than the Airbnb that I had. So I would have had the same view, but better because it was higher up. So I already knew that I could see the mountains in the city. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what I want. This is amazing. I can't believe like there's actually a unit available. So then when I saw this unit, I was like, oh, fuck no, this is not happening. This is so ugly. And I even told her that. I was like, I don't like carpets. I don't like this view. This is not for me. And she's like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, why don't I show you the other unit? We do have a couple that's interested in it and they do have the paperwork, but I'm happy to show it to you. And if it falls through, we can kind of visit it at that point. I'm like, okay, no problem. So we go see it and I immediately and bought in. I love the unit. It was exactly what was on my vision board. And so now I'm going, well, now I'm interested, but I don't know if it's even available because there was supposedly this other couple. So I let her know right then and there, yep, I want this one. And she wanted a 12 month lease. And I was like, nope, I'm going to do six months. (laughs) And we negotiated a little bit and eventually came to a mutual agreement that worked out very well for me. 
And she's like, I'll send the paperwork. That's fine. Perfect. And within two days, the lease was signed and I was staying in Vancouver. I canceled my flight and I had the apartment that I'd already always dreamed of. And just like that, it worked out in my favor. Now, the delusional part of this was what I would be able to describe as the fact that I had this visual of what I wanted, but I had no idea how it was going to happen. I had never explored Vancouver, not well enough to know the neighborhoods. I didn't know anything about the rental market. I really hadn't done any research. And even the time that I first had initially had the desire to move to Vancouver, I wasn't even working at that point because of the world shutting down. So it's really crazy to think of maybe a year later, not only did I land the dream apartment, but I landed a career that allowed me to make an abundance more of what I could have imagined and what I needed to stay in Vancouver. So it all worked out so in my favor. And it was the biggest experience that allowed me to finally understand the power of manifestation. Why does being delusional work? Well, it has to do with that kind of idea of the lucky girl syndrome everyone was talking about before this on TikTok, kind of a form of manifestation through the power of telling ourselves that we are lucky and as a result we will get good luck. I think it's in alignment with the universe has your back or everything's working out in your favor, that kind of premise. And when you believe that, then I I mean, I believe this to my core that when you believe that you are going to be taken care of and supported and guided, then that is what will happen. But when it comes to being delusional, it's just acting like you're kind of the baddest bitch on the block and how being the hottest and most successful version of yourself can literally change your lifestyle and your daily habits to align with the person that you want to be. And suddenly things start to change and evolve in the way that you want it to. Another element to this, I believe, is the idea that it makes you feel powerful because when you're almost taking on kind of like a character, it's easier to embody this character that is the most successful, confident, baddest bitch of all type thing that maybe you don't actually feel, but you're embodying this person as though it is you. It basically leaves minimal room for all of the limiting beliefs and self-doubts to come up and hold you back because you almost feel like this is an alter ego. And I actually have told somebody close in my life to do this when they were going through a rough time because I'm like, okay, what would, you know, and I would give her her alter ego name. So let's just use Sasha Fierce because that's Beyonce's alter ego. So what would Sasha Fierce do in this predicament? Not what would Beyonce do, what would Sasha Fierce do? Because that is the highest version, right? And so it's kind of being a little bit delulu in the sense that you are detached from the way that you currently are versus where you want to be and it kind of allows you to bridge that gap but what's so powerful is that it shows the brain what's possible it allows you to form good habits and get in the flow of what it would be like to be your best self and It allows you to co-create with the universe without having to get stuck in your head to do so. 
It almost makes me think about Mel Robbins' idea of the 54321, where it's five seconds between taking the action and getting in your head about the action and allowing imposter syndrome and self doubt to creep up with, and, and it kind of holds you back from taking the steps that are necessary to make changes in your life. I feel as though when we do this alter ego of this delusional self, this best version of self, this Sasha Fierce character, then we're able to kind of skip the part where we get in our own way. But regardless of the methods around it, I think the biggest thing with being delusional is allowing your consciousness to expand what you desire beyond what your current reality is. So actually, I was this is in alignment with the conference I went to last week. I went to this Manifesting with Moonology workshop. And it was really interesting because she had this take that I actually didn't agree with. She said about how if you want to manifest, let's say, like a red BMW, but you don't even own a bike, maybe you need to just like own a bike first and then level up to the Toyota or Honda Civic or whatever, right? And then you end up working up to a red BMW. I actually look at it differently. I believe that if you want to manifest a red BMW, then have a fucking parking spot available for it and it will come to fruition if that's really what you want. But in order to manifest that, you need to believe it and you need to be able to know that you are deserving of it. And those are two things that are easier said than done. The way that I have been able to become a magnetic manifester and allow things to happen in all the ways that I wanted, another one being when I had decided to move from Vancouver to Toronto, I literally said I was going to move to Toronto, live in Liberty Village, and work in tech sales. And within three months, that's what was happening. Um, Obviously, I don't work in tech sales anymore, but that's okay, because I also manifested another new thing, which is very funny, and I can't get into that whole thing right now, but it's so crazy how much I've been able to speak it into existence. Because it's not like when I was saying those things of how I'm going to work in tech sales and I'm going to live in the specific neighborhood in Toronto, I had any leads. I didn't have any interviews lined up. I had no inkling of how it was going to look. I just knew that it was going to happen. And so maybe it was delusional or maybe it was manifesting. Who knows? To me, they're kind of one and the same. And I think the biggest thing when it comes to manifesting is the surrender, the letting go of how it's going to happen, just knowing that it's going to happen. And then being open that if it doesn't work out, it's because something better is on the way. Having that outlook is going to absolutely change your entire relationship with attracting and manifesting because you're not going to be fixated on things happening in a certain way and almost harboring so much control. It's kind of like the idea of the bar of soap in your hands. The harder you hold on to it, the more it's going to slip out of your hands. But if you kind of release a little bit and you kind of just gently hold on to it, it stays in your hand. It's similar to that with that level of control. When you start to surrender, it allows the universe to play its role, do its thing, universe, source, God, whatever you believe in, 
to be able to finally come through. And what I believe true is that you need to co-create with the universe. So show up in the way that your highest self would act. And so with the stuff on TikTok that you're seeing of how these girls are doing these almost alter egos to become their highest self and suddenly they're manifesting, it's because they're showing the universe that they're essentially ready for it, that they're stepped into this different vibration that's now allowing them to jump the timeline of how long they thought it was going to take them to actually attracting it like the next day. I think one of the biggest things that keeps people blocked from experiencing these manifestations is trying to control how it all plays out rather than just trusting that it will play out the way that you want it to and that everything's working out in your favor. So the way that I describe this to most people when it comes to manifesting and having that trust is when you're at a restaurant and you're with your server and you place your order for dinner, you are typically checking in every two minutes to see where your food's at, is it cooking or not, what's the ETA, especially if you're at dinner and you're just with some friends, you're typically having a Diet Coke or a beverage or whatever, you're hanging out, having some good conversation, you're not checking in to know if it's gonna be two more minutes or five more minutes, you're just knowing that it's coming. You know that suddenly your food will arrive when it's ready. And so if we looked at manifestation the same way, then it's so much more likely to play out the way that we want it to rather than trying to control the timeline and all the ins and outs. I think of the Vancouver example, right? The one that I just told you. I don't know what the alternative ending could have been because this is all hypotheticals. Obviously, it just worked out in my favor the way that I wanted it to. But I think about it all the time of if I hadn't gone to Vancouver for eight days, would it have allowed the doors to open to stay? If I hadn't reached out to the owners of the condo to let them know their property managers are kind of being shitty, would they have given me a call to personally show the apartment to me or not? If I hadn't gone to see the apartment, maybe I just told the guy, listen, I'm going to the beach with my girlfriend. I'm actually busy today. Would I have would it have worked out because there was apparently another couple that was interested in the condo that I ended up getting. So if I hadn't acted fast, maybe it wouldn't have worked out. Like you just never know, right? And so these alternative endings will always be just fascinating to me. It's not, for me, it's not a negative experience. It's more just that fun play in my mind. And I'm so glad that I allowed it to play out the way that I did because I was very detached from it. Even though it was something I desired, I was detached from the outcome. I wasn't trying to control it because it was that same energy of if it's meant to happen, it will. The universe only has three answers. Yes, not now, or something better. And I actually heard on TikTok, speaking of TikTok, that no is next opportunity. And I really like that. I like that thinking no stands for next opportunity because I truly believe that with every rejection, it's redirection. I talk about this all of the time. And so when we think of manifesting, if we stay that delusional self, just like we're talking about in this episode today, if we stay delusional, then any rejection is just a pivot closer towards the thing that we're wanting and we're not looking at it as, oh my God, it's never going to happen, start to go down that spiral. We just stay in the faith that it's working out in our favor. Not only is it more likely to then happen based on the law of attraction and the law of assumption, but it's also more of an enjoyable process when we allow manifesting to come to fruition in that way rather than 
kind of being on the steering wheel, white knuckling it, praying to God that it's going to work out in our favor, but really hating every minute of the process. Remember, our energy is so powerful. And when we are able to co-create, so take aligned action with the things that we're desiring with our higher selves, then we're allowing the universe to pivot accordingly and kind of fast track those those timelines. And if you're feeling like you're struggling manifesting, maybe you should try being delusional for a week, just like these TikToks suggest. Act as though you are a different person. Do an alter ego like Sasha Fierce and show up as your highest self for an entire week as though you're playing a character on a TV show and see what happens. See how you feel and see what blessings come your way, if any. I could bet money that you're going to find something will happen. You're going to go, holy shit. One of the easiest ways that has helped me get from where I was before, which was very much doubting the process, very much trying to keep in control. And even though I would say I believed in manifestation, I didn't allow it to come into fruition because I was trying to control, control, control. And I wasn't sure that it was always working out in my favor. I didn't have that belief to where I am now. And the way that I bridged that gap is through multiple different practices, but I would say one in the last year that has really amped up things is using the Superhuman app every day. This is not sponsored in any way, although I would love to work with them. This app was created by Mimi Bouchard, and it's essentially a mental rehearsal or reprogramming app that is kind of similar to meditation in the sense of how there's like light music and a voice that guides you, but it's really not to clear your brain and to have that traditional sense of meditation. It's really meant to be a visualization of your highest self and your dreams and making them a reality. And so she talks about the power of mental rehearsal and is doing all these studies on it. And for her, she would feel so great when she would meditate But then the rest of the day, you know, by lunch, she'd be pissed off at work or whatever, and it would knock her out of that vibration. So she started to record herself, basically giving like audio pep talks to herself, reminding her who she wants to be in the life that she wants to build. And so she ended up doing this on her app called Mimi Method that also had Pilates workouts and things like that. And then she built an entire tech company around these visualizations because they became so popular and now it's really popular you see it everywhere and I'm so excited for her and her success but it has it has helped me so much because it allows you to get into that vibration of what you truly desire and believing that it's true and by implementing it into daily practices your brain starts to create that habit of thinking about those things when you are for example I listen to it a lot on my walk to the gym so every time I'm walking to the gym my brain's now thinking in that same way rather than any negative ways that we can sometimes spiral into or be in the habit of spiraling into this is why I think the delusional thing is so interesting because it kind of skips the part of allowing imposter syndrome and any doubts to creep in and get in the way of what we believe is going to work out for us. So I urge you guys to try all these things and see what happens with your life. Like there is no harm. The worst case scenario is that we play with the idea of being our best selves. Like, you know, it's pretty fucking cool. So I urge you to try it and let me know what you think. As always, please 
please connect with me on the Not So Average Betch on Instagram and TikTok. It's all linked in the show notes. And I would love for you to keep me posted on how all these things are going. Does this change your view on manifestation? Have you heard of something different that you'd love to share with me, please send me a DM. I always love to hear from you guys. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to have some guests on. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, lots of big things coming. I'm super fucking stoked for what the universe has in store for all of us. So with that, I will see you guys next Wednesday and share this with a friend who needs to hear it. Love you all and have a great week. Bye guys.